What's going on, everyone? Alex De Silva, happy as Larry Group. I hope you are well. And welcome to another episode of the Feel Good Show. Um, I'm here on my own today. I have no guest. Um, I am going to be your guest. So as some of you may or may not know, uh, Lucy and I have just recently had a baby. She was born a week ago, exactly today. And what an experience it has been. It's been a real incredible experience. And the reason I'm doing the, the, the podcast today, the reason I want to do this show is to talk about this exact experience. You know, the, the, the past, you know, nine months, you know, and, um, you know, 21 days and, um, it's been really, really interesting. And, and one of the things that it has really triggered for me, it taught me a lot about, about being a man. You know, I am a man, you know, I was born a man. But what I mean by that is, is, is being a real husband, you know, is being a real partner and, you know, being a real father throughout this process. You know, I've done it before. I've got a son who's 20 and I've got a daughter who's 13. And recently our little girl arrived into the world, as I said, exactly a week ago. So I wanted to just share that experience because giving birth is something I'm never going to experience myself. You know, I, I can't do that. So unless one day technology figures it out, um, men are going to be unable to go through this. And one of the things that really troubles me is I've grown up around, you know, women. I've had, you know, some incredible and still do have some incredible women in my life, family and friends um, who inspire me. And, you know, I, I've learned a hell of a lot you know, from them, um, how to become a better man, how to become a better partner. And um, it was really interesting, you know, to to go through this experience. One of the things for me which was new is to go through the, this experience in recovery. You know, I've been in recovery now for for over two, over two years. I'll be two and a half years in December. And it's really interesting because, you know, I don't take any substance. I don't smoke. I don't drink. I don't drug, you know, and, um, so I'm very connected with, with my emotions and, and it's a completely new experience. So for me before I could very easily numb any issues that I had, you know, and any worries, any stress, any anxiety, any fears, I could just easily numb all of that by having a drink or, you know, or sniffing a line of cocaine. But, I don't do those things. So that was something really new to me. Not that I did it before drinking. Yes. Not the using part, but, um, it was, yeah, it was just a really, really interesting experience. And I wanted to share that with you because I think this is, you know, this is just my own experience. I just want to highlight that to start with. It's my personal experience and I hope this could help other men, and women and partners together, you know, as a unit, um, to, to go through the birthing experience, um, more positively, you know, and I think more from a man's perspective, because for me, what I found difficult was not being able to do anything, 
that's what I thought. I can't do anything. You know, I'm not going through, you know, pregnancy. I'm not going through each of those trimesters. I'm not the one being sick. I'm not the one, you know, having to carry the baby. I'm not the one, you know, whose hormones are changing all the time. And, you know, so for me, we usually get stuck with this label that, you know, and, and, you know, sometimes people say in banter and, you know, some people generally tend to be quite serious or bad and they, you know, men are useless. You can't do anything. You know, what can you do? And actually there is a hell of a lot that we can do. And, you know, I'm, I'm all about bringing things that are positive. You know, I'm not here to bash anybody or, or, or anything. You know, for me, I always look for a solution around things. That's how I work. That's how I think. And through this process, I learned a hell of a lot. You know, it was quite fearing for me because I love my wife more than anything. You know, I love my kids. I love my daughter. I love my son, you know, my family and friends. You know, I, I'm a person who, is now even more emotionally connected. So going through this process was really interesting because I spoke to Lucy about this and I said to her, look, I want to do this show today. And what did I do that really helped you? You know, what was really important? You know, because I took a few things away from it and I thought this would be really useful to share, you know, with other men. The whole point to the show is to be able to to bring things so that we can help each other as 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 men, as gentlemen, as brothers, you know, because it's important for us to go through these things together. Because unfortunately, men don't have that community where we can talk openly and we can be vulnerable and we can say, Oh man, I'm really struggling with this. I don't know what to do. Because we're supposed to just shoulder everything and everything is okay all the time. But, but listen, that's far from the truth. Truth of the matter is, is we have emotions like women. You know, we all, we're born exactly the same way other than our gender. So from an emotional perspective, we share exactly the same thing. You know, it's just that sometimes some of us are a little bit, a little bit more emotionally intelligent, you know, than, than others. And what I mean by that is that, you know, we're able to process the emotion a little bit clearer and a little bit better. So the first thing that came up, you know, that, that, you know, through our conversation today was, you know, the emotional support, you know, Lucy said that the emotional support was huge for her. And by that, you know, she's going through so much, you know, through, from the beginning until literally until the end, until, until the baby arrived. And it was really interesting because, as I said, I felt a little bit useless, you know, and, and there were times where I, th- I felt I wasn't doing enough or I wasn't, you know, I felt like I couldn't really do anything. But actually, I didn't realize I was doing a hell of a lot. And, um, you know, I wanted to, to, to make a note of those things, to share that so that hopefully any men who are going through this, you know, who don't know what to do, here's something that can kind of help you out as well, you know, and hopefully will help your partner through this process, you know, because it can make things a lot easier for her. And, you know, it is about her, you know, simple as that. It's about her. It's making sure that she's okay. It's making sure that she's cared for. It's making sure that she's loved, you know, it's making sure that she's supported. Um, you know, you are in this together. She's having to do her part. But what I've realized is that you have your part too. I have my part in this. And this is what I've realized. So the emotional support is huge. You know, it's absolutely huge. Just to be there when, you know, as Lucy kind of said, you know, sometimes she said to me, oh, I feel sick of moaning all the time. And I said to her, baby, you're not moaning. You're going through this emotional turmoil. Everything is changing. You know, your hormones are all over the place. And, you know, 
physically you're changing as well because you know the, the baby's growing and developing and you know and, and there is a hell of a lot going on and this is early start of the process you know as the process then goes on the baby gets bigger and and so does she but Lucy's one of those, you know, she's been incredible throughout this process where she trained throughout the whole process, you know, throughout the whole pregnancy pretty much, you know, coming up to about nine months, she was still crossfitting and, but very safely, you know, she wasn't doing anything crazy. And, you know, she'd always ask my opinion and we've got, you know, where we train, we've got incredible coaches there who also supported and, and that helps, you know, this whole thing of, you know, you have to eat for two or, you know, you, you don't. You know, that's an absolute myth. Look after your body. That's one of the things that, you know, she she highlighted and she's really, really happy about was being able to look after her body because you've got to understand, you know, if you're looking after your body, you're training, you're eating healthy, you know, when you're doing all the right things, not only are you looking after you now and what Lucy's seeing now is the recovery process that she's going through now is so much quicker, you know, just a week you know, since, since the baby was born, you, I, you know, I've seen and she's seen a huge difference in her already. Her recovery is so much better. So that's something that is really worth considering though, is look after your body, eat the right things, exercise cautionally, you know, make sure you're doing what's right for you. Um, I'm no expert about that, you know, so get somebody's opinion to see what you can and can't do and listen to yourself, you know, so, these things are really important because you are going to go through that transition. And so the emotional support, you know, we both found, you know, it was really, really important. So just being there for her when she needed me, you know, um, I didn't realize, you know, naturally that's the kind of person I am. And I know some people take to these things naturally. Some people don't. So for the people that don't, is try to be a little bit more present, you know, don't feel as though it's a burden or don't feel as though your partner is moaning at you because she's not, that she's just going through this real difficult process at the moment, which is birth, you know, which is pregnancy. And there is a, a hell of a lot that goes into this, you know, and I think some guys, some men don't really understand because it's not something we go through. So it is actually quite hard to understand. I don't understand it completely. I'm kind of just because Lucy and I speak quite a lot, I try to kind of understand, you know, and I am a coach as well. I'm a life coach and, you know, I try to, you know, I specialize in emotional intelligence. So I ask a lot of questions and say, how are you feeling? What's going on? So ask those questions, be inquisitive, ask your partner, how are you doing? What can I do? How can I be of service? You know, but, and do these things because you want to do them. You know, don't do these things because you're being forced to, you know, and then moan about it after or, or, or you know, or throw it back in her face. You know, you've got to understand there is two of you in this relationship, you know, and, and effectively there's going to be two of you in this relationship moving forward, you know, because there is always has to be a father and there's got to be a mother too. So emotional support was huge. And providing comfort is also something you know, Lucy said to me, she goes, you made me feel so comfortable, you know, and, and by that was just the little things like putting a pillow behind her back or, you know, lifting her feet up, you know, putting her feet on, on a little stool, you know, just th these little things are, are so important because it makes, again, that little process just a little bit easier for her. 
And that's what you want to do. You know, this is a long process. You know, it's nine months. You know, it may come a little bit earlier. And in our case, it actually came late. You know, it was 12, she was 12 days late. So providing comfort is, is, is really important. And again, for each woman, you know, that can differ. Go back to asking a question. Listen, what can I do for you? You know, how can I help? Give her a massage, you know, massage in her feet. Their feet swell up, you know, their hands swell up. You know, they're carrying weight at the front as well, you know, from as well as kind of breast milk, as well as the stomach as well and the baby. So there is a lot up front, you know, which, you know, she'll, she'll be carrying and she'll be, and, and it gets worse, you know, throughout the, the, the pregnancy. So just being able to kind of massage their lower back is something that I did a lot for Lucy. And one of the things that she really loved is every now and then I would, give her a big hug but what i'll do is i'll hold the bottom of her belly and just lift the belly up slightly and, and it takes so much weight off of her and um she absolutely appreciate she really appreciates that. it was a real um yeah she used to absolutely love it so little things like that i think little touches make such a difference you know and, and just on a daily basis i think these things can really make a difference in helping her and you go through this pregnancy process. And don't forget that you're in this process as well as she is. You know, again, she's carrying, but you're in it. You know, you're in it as well. And so make this process about you as much as it is about her. But what I mean about you is involve yourself in it, you know, immerse yourself in that and and start to, to get involved. It's a scary process, especially for a man, because we don't really understand what's going on, but we're not morons. You know, we're not idiots. There is, you know, we, we can ask questions and we can just find out, you know, look, what's going on? How are you feeling? What can I do? You know, how can I be of service? Little things like that make such a huge difference for for your partner you know we should really appreciate that you know to know that you give a you know that you care you know and just being loving and, and caring um not being a fixer that's something that um was interesting i think men naturally just want to fix things because you know we we're very black and white direct if something's wrong let's just fix it move on but the understanding Again, it's being able to just take a little bit of a step back and realize for us as men is that this is a long process, you know, and we're going to be here every single day. So there is not a, you know, let's just fix this because there isn't, you know, it's not a, you know, one solution that fixes everything. You know, it's every day is going to be something different. You know, if your partner, for example, some women suffer with morning sickness, and that's something that I know can be really horrible. Um, Lucy suffered really badly in the first trimester, which is the first three months. And it was tough, man. It was really tough because, again, what can I do? I'm not the person being sick, but what I can do is, is I can go and get her a bottle of water. You know, I can go and give her a hug afterwards or go and give her a kiss and just say, baby, you're all right. You know, and just give her that encouragement and support and, you know, give her some water, find out what she wants. And, um, and again, just being there, you don't need to fix anything, but just be the provider, you know, when she, when, when she needs it and just be, that support, I cannot stress enough, you know, the emotional support, I think that's why it came up first, because, you know, that's one of the things where it goes from the beginning, all the way to the end, and then it continues, you know, once the baby's here as well. And just listen, 
just be a listener. Again, you don't have to fix anything, but listening is is such a huge thing. You know, Lucy said to me, she goes, sometimes you just wouldn't say anything, but you just listened, but really listened. And again, just kind of ask questions and and see whether you can do anything, you know, not try to fix it, but just ask and see what will make things like that a little bit better. Or sometimes just shut up and again, just listen. That's it. Give her a hug and a kiss. Tell her you love her every single day. Again, those tiny little things go such a long way, you know, in the long-term process, you know, because this is going to be a real long-term process. It makes a huge, huge difference. Just being able to, to just listen. Simple. That's it. And you guys will get it because, you know, black and white, just listen and just but really listen. Don't sit there with your phone in your hand or, or watching TV or watching football. You know, we have, you know, technology is fantastic nowadays. If your wife needs you or your partner needs you, fuck the game. Record the fucking thing and watch it later. Do you know what I mean? Like this is time to step up and be a real man, you know? And, and again, this is for real men. You know, this is for men who who want to grow up and who want to be here for their partners. And you guys will get this. And the little boys who want to step up to be men, some of you may not like this, but that's okay. You know, but when you're ready, you will listen to this and you will understand, you know, where I'm coming from. And again, I'm not picking on anybody here. You know, I'm just kind of speaking from from my own experience and hopefully, you know, give you guys something to um, to work with as well. And look, you know, we're all in this together. You know, and, and there's no right, there's no wrong. Um, what works for one person, you know, may not work for another, but just, um, yeah, just kind of being there, you know, and just kind of stepping up. One thing I will say, and I will keep mentioning this along, is listen, have fun with this as well. Like Lucy and I laughed a lot. You know, we joke around things, you know, and, and not taking things so seriously. You know, this is such a beautiful process. You know, you're creating a life. And the, the, the odds of, you know, this little person being born is 400 trillion to one. 400 trillion to one, you know, are the odds of you, I, anybody on this earth being alive, you know, and it's incredible. It's, you know, and we talked about this all the time throughout the whole pregnancy, how incredible, you know, what you do with your partner, what a man and what a woman does when they come together and create this life it is the most incredible thing in the world. You know, you, there is nothing, there is no money, there is nothing that will beat this experience. So enjoy it, you know. Be involved. You you will really benefit from this. I swear, you know, I, I really, really have. And um it's been it's been a real, real incredible experience. So little things like massages, you know, as I said, you know, those little back massages, the shoulder massages, the hands, especially as she starts to, you know, the, the belly and the baby starts to grow and develop. She can't move all the time. You know, things start to get a little bit more restrictive. But um, again, you know, just make things fun. You know, we had a little nickname for the baby. We called her Lumpy. And I'd kind of call Lucy, you know, we just kind of said lumpy and that was it. And I'd give her a kiss and it was a loving thing, you know, and she was beautiful, you know, as she started to kind of get bigger and she started to get self-conscious about her image and how she was feeling. And 
they used to say to her, baby, you're beautiful. You're absolutely stunning. I love you no matter what, you know. And, and the thing is, she genuinely was, you know, she looked absolutely beautiful when she, she was pregnant. And, you know, watching her train and, you know, and, and just watching her do things, you know, I'm real, real proud husband, you know, to be able to 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 watch her go through this, you know, and, and what she she has to go through on a daily basis. And I think, you know, it takes a real man to kind of step up, you know, just in life in general, you know, and be able to do these things, but to be real proud of your wife, you know, to to go through this stuff. Because I'm telling you now, I wouldn't want to be in her shoes. That's for sure. I definitely don't want to be doing this, you know. And so I take my hat off when I watch my daughter, you know, being born, you know, 13 years ago, um, almost 14. I remember being there and, and watching her being born and just thinking, Jesus Christ, man, like this is on another level. So I take my hat off to every single woman that has given birth, man, because you ladies are incredible. We will not be here if it wasn't for you. If it was down to men, we'd be extinct a hell of a lot quicker than the dinosaurs. Trust me, we would not be here if it weren't for you. So, you know, hats off. So support them. Be here for, 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 for your partner, I think. And, Listen, little things like encouragement, you know, it goes such a long way, you know, just being able to to give them that reassurance. And, and again, women will naturally go through the I'm really fat phase, you know, I'm a rhino, I'm an elephant, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, and um, and they will generally believe those things, you know, and, and I used to laugh with Lucy, I used to laugh at her all the time, but not kind of laugh at her in, in a nasty way. It's just that every time she... She she started to feel like that. It used to just make me laugh because she looks so cute and just so beautiful. And he said to her, baby, <laughs> stop being silly. Like you really don't. And and it made her feel loved and cared for. And and she she could genuinely see that, you know, I wasn't lying. And um and it does help. It really does help. And again, you know, on a daily basis, if you're catching them at that point where you know, they are feeling really, really down or really emotionally drained. Um, you will be so surprised that if you just have that moment, you pick that moment when you say the right thing, it will just make their day, you know. So listen out for those things, you know. Don't think that because they are reacting in that way or if they're feeling down or, or as we kind of label it as, you know, they're moaning. They're not moaning. They're going through a hell of a lot from an emotional perspective. So there is a lot for them to carry Take that burden, take it away from them, you know, and it's not a lot. It's not like you've got to carry it. It's literally simple little things that we can do as men to be able to, you know, to, to just make things change, you know, and doing it when you genuinely mean it, um, it makes a huge, huge difference. So, you know, chivalry and, and protection, I think that goes a long way. You know, one of the things for me, I always wanted to be a gentleman. I remember, you know, my uncle always kind of looked at him and he taught me, he talked to me about being a gentleman. He said, when you grow up, you want to be a gentleman. You want to look after, you know, your partner and you want to be there for your family and you want to be a provider. You know, you want to be a gentleman. I always aspire to be a gentleman. I always aspire to be a good husband, a good father, you know, a good son, friend, brother. And, um, you know, and, and I'm working towards that. And I work towards that all the time. Am I perfect? Far from it. But 
again, there is no such thing as perfection. It's experience, you know, it's just being able to, to, to trial things and just do things. And sometimes I get it wrong and sometimes I get it right. So chivalry is one of those things. And guys, look, the reason I'm talking to you about this is not to put any pressure on you is hopefully to take that away from you as well. You know, because I didn't have anybody doing this for me. I, you know, and, and I didn't go and search on YouTube for, for anything like this either. So, you know, it was, um, you know, I'm doing this because I want us to have something that we can go to, you know, that if, if, if you don't want to ask for help to somebody, then at least hopefully you can kind of type something up and this will come up and there's your answer, you know, but again, this is not an A to Z. This is just my personal experience, you know, and, and moving forward, I am contactable. You can, you know, go to our website and you can contact me directly. If you want to have a chat with me, I'm more than happy. Listen, we're here to, to support each other. That's just, you know, this is, this is what our business is all about. This is what I'm all about, you know? So, um, what I mean by, by protection is little things like, you know, opening doors, you know, just kind of, you know, helping her up, you know, helping around the house as well, you know, just being able to kind of do the dinner and, clean up after yourself, you know, make things a little bit more comfortable for both of you as well. You know, these things, again, the little things, it's not about the big stuff. It's not about buying her flowers every day. It's not about buying the materialistic things. All of these things are great short term, but trust me, the problem isn't going to go anywhere because the little daily things are the things that we need to take into consideration. And I guarantee you, by doing those tiny little things, the things that really count, you know, you will save so much more money for what's really, really important, you know, which will be that beautiful little life, you know, that, you know, you will have time and time and time to, to kind of spend with and, and really, really enjoy. Um, but whatever works for both of again, there's no set rule to, to any of this. You know, it's, um, it, it, it's trial and, and trial. That's it. Trial and experience. That's it. You know, it, it's what works for you. So, you know, whatever you find, and, and again, you will have your relationship with your partner. You know, the relationship I have with Lucy isn't based on materialism. It's based, you know, around love. It's based around honesty. It's based around communication. And, you know, so that's why me talking to, to, to you guys is kind of giving you something other than, you know, going to the shop and buying a flowers every day or buying a chocolate or buying this and buying that because these things are great, but very, you know, it's, it's superficial. It doesn't really deal with the real problem. So, um, you know, the, the protection part is again, you know, going through that emotional, um, the emotional change, you know, and, and you do get people who like to, you know, all of a sudden everybody comes out of the woodworks and everybody's a pregnancy expert and, you know, and, and they talk about every single experience that they've been through and, you know, the good, the bad, the ugly tends to be 90% ugly and, 10% good and oh you've got to be careful with this and so on and so forth and, and some people just don't have a filter and that's what I mean by protection it's not being there as, as a bouncer but it's behind closed doors you know that's where the protection bit comes in because she will come to you and say oh so and so said this or so and so did this you know or maybe just somebody random in the street because it does happen where you know we are so distracted nowadays you know we're we're just we don't pay attention around what's going on around us so again 
just being there to communicate and just talk things through, you know, and just be that kind of voice of reason and, and, um, just being able to, to make things easier, you know, staying calm and just, you know, taking control when you need to, you know, because again, the whole emotional thing, you know, you can't, you know, we, we do need to step up, you know, and, and to, to really just be able to turn around and say, listen, leave this with me. You know, I'll take care of it. You know, go and speak to the doctor, go and speak to the nurse, go and speak to the midwife, you know, be there to listen, you know, and make sure that you are listening. So you do understand because, you know, the whole baby brain thing, you know, it does come in and not just that, there is so many more emotions and speak to your partner. She'll tell you, you know, and, and I'm sure, you know, you can speak to pretty much any female, any woman, you know, and, and I did, and I asked questions, you know, women that I train with friends and, you know, family and, you know, these things are true, you know, and, and just being able to say, look, what works for you, you know, and, oh, this is what I've done. And again, communication is, is so important around this stuff and being loving, being caring, you know, compliments, but genuine compliments, you know, and, um, yeah, and just generally giving a monkeys, you know, because it's so easy for us to detach. And although we are there physically, you know, we're not really there, you know, mentally, emotionally, you know, because we feel although we're not good enough, although that's probably not the right, the right word, but because, and I, and I have mentioned this previously, you know, because we are not going through the birthing process, the pregnancy process, it's almost like we feel redundant. I felt redundant. And, um, and I kept saying to, to, to Lucy, I was, I kept apologizing saying, I'm really sorry, baby. Like, I don't know what to do. And, um, but then I realized later because she said to me, she goes, listen, all of these things that you've done made such a huge difference. And, um, so, you know, this is why I'm sharing it, you know, because it's so key. So, you know, post pregnancy, I think, you know, this is where things then really start to get real. You know, we're kind of getting that nine month. We thought she was going to be early. She was breached to start with. We booked a cesarean. You know, originally we wanted to have a, um, you know, like a, um, I, I can't remember the name, but we wanted to do a, a, um, a birth in, in, in a pool. And, um, you know, we wanted to, things to be, you know, very calm, very spiritual. We were going to meditate through it and, you know, just have some really nice calming music and some candles. And it did not go that way at all <laughs> it was completely the opposite you know from when she was breech you know we had a cesarean booked and then she turned and things then went back to normal we went and had a scan and the doctor then said she was going to come early so we thought yay you know she's going to be here at a certain time and then actually as it turned out she was almost two weeks late so you know one of the key things i want to say is manage those expectations you know, you know, manage those things right at the beginning. You know, when your wife is sat there or your partner, she's sat there looking at that birth plan. Listen, you have a say too. You're in this together, you know, and by making yourself involved and you're in it together, you know, you can't all of a sudden, you know, just be completely redundant and, and not be involved at all. And then whenever you want, just jump in and, you know, and, and change things, try to be controlling. That's not going to go down very well. And I don't think it's, you know, it, you know, it's, um, 
you want to be able to kind of talk these things through together. I think it's so important. And um, going through this process as a couple is is key, you know, and be able to communicate these things. So, yes, set a birth plan, you know, go through these things together, you know, and Lucy wrote it out. I read it. I said, look, are you sure we would want to do this? We may want to be a little bit flexible. And she stuck to her birth and plan. And, and that's what we stuck to pretty much, you know, throughout the process. But as it turned out, it didn't go the way it was planned. You know, the birth control just went out of the window. You know, what we planned just, you know, it, it wasn't, it, yeah, it didn't happen. Um, we ended up spending, you know, four days in hospital. And, you know, because the baby just wasn't coming. She was just too chilled. She was chilled out throughout the whole process. You know, she was a little yogi. She just didn't move her you know she was just very very relaxed you know so it just wasn't her little time but you know because he kind of got to the point where she was over overdue and um we went to the hospital and we spent four days there the process just didn't happen the contractions weren't there and she just wasn't dilating so then we had to go through the induction process and the induction process isn't fun you know because you know they have to kind of pump you through um you know, full of hormones and, um, you know, which, which isn't fun for a woman. It's actually really, really painful. So, um, you know, Lucy opt for, for an epidural, uh, which again, completely the opposite of what we originally planned. You know, we wanted to have a water birth and, you know, into having something really calm and completely natural. And, um, and that really stressed her out, you know, because it wasn't to what she was expecting. So I had to sit down with her and have a real honest conversation with her and actually just give her a bit of a reality check, but not in kind of in a, in a nasty way, but as in I'm her husband, I'm here to support her. And sometimes, you know, as she always does with me, I have to do with her and just say, listen, baby, you've got to understand that it's not going to go to how you plan and you stressing yourself out isn't going to help you or the baby, you know, or this process, you know, so we talk things through, you know, together. It's not me telling her what to do because I, you know, it's not in my place to do that, but just being able to be a voice of reason, you know, and, and just being able to make sure that, you know, she's weighing things up a little bit, you know, and, and, and I've always said to her, look, I'll support you whatever you do. That was always my words. As long as you are healthy and you're safe and the baby's healthy and safe, baby, I don't care. You know, that's my thing. As long as you're both okay, that's the most important thing for me. So, you know, we were in the hospital for four days, you know, and, and communication was really key, you know, just being together as a, as a unit and being there for her. Um, you know, and, you know, I, I talked about um, just, again, going back to that kind of being protective and, and supportive. I think that's really, really important because vulnerability then really starts to kick in. And, um <clears throat> It was um, it was a tough experience. Uh, she got very, very emotional. It's a real emotional process and an emotional process for me as well because I just want the best for her and the baby. You know, I just want to make sure that they're both okay. And um, again, my hands are tied in a sense where I can't go through, I'm not going through this. She is. So, you know, because I am a caring person, I love my wife and, you know, and, and I love, you know, our daughter who's not born yet. I just want things to be okay. So the element of control for me is, is I want to control this and I want to make sure everything is okay. But the thing is, I can't. That's the reality. I can't, 
you know, I can't bring the baby out. I can't speed the process up. So but what I can do, what I can control is, is how I behave, is how I react, is what I do. You know, again, the little things, protecting your wife, talking to her, making sure she's okay, hugs, kisses, cuddles, massages, you know, whatever. Just make her feel like she's being protected, that you are her man, you know? And because, again, those little things go a long, long way, a hell of a lot further than going to the shop and buying her something, you know? Again, that solves the problem short term, you know? And it's not solving the real, real issue. So take control when you need to, you know? Sometimes with the, you know, we were very lucky in a sense where the nurses, the midwife, the doctors that we had, they were great. And, um, you know, but sometimes people don't go through that, through the same experience. And, and I found sometimes when, you know, the, the nurse or the doctors were talking, they were talking to her and I made myself visible. You know, I asked the question. And again, this is the thing. People naturally think that men are redundant. So they don't speak to you. They'll speak to your wife or your partner. So stand there as a partner, as a husband, you know, as a unit, side by side and ask the questions and be there and say, what can I do? What do you need me to do? And let them know that you're there, you know, and not in an aggressive or egotistic way, but in a proud, I'm her husband. I'm here for my wife. You know, I'm useful. And you will see how people really respect you then, you know, and, and they will come and talk to you. And when they're asking your opinion, they will also look at you and go, what do you think, dad? You know, are you happy with this? And I'll look at her and I'd say, Lucy, are you happy with that baby? And, and sometimes I say, listen, can you give us five minutes? Can we talk about it? And we talk about it. There's no rush with this stuff. To clarify, for you and your wife, this is your process. You are going through this as a, as a, as a unit, you know? So whatever decisions you have to make, you make those decisions together, you know? Make those decisions and if you need to take five minutes, you tell the doctor, you tell the nurse, yep, give me five minutes. Let me speak to my wife about it and, and I'll come back to you. You know, they're not going to rush you. They're not going to throw you out of hospital. And, you know, it's one of these things. It's your right to do that as well. You, you don't want to be rushed into something, especially if this is your first time and you're not experienced in this. There is a lot of emotions, even for you as a man as well. You know, I did. I started to kind of feel a little bit fearful, although I've done it twice before. You know, I sometimes, I, you know, I've, was a little calmer because I had the, the sort of the previous experience, but this is nothing that I've experienced before. This is completely different. So again, it was a completely new experience for me, even though I've, you know, been a father before. So take control where, where you need to, you know, and, and again, listen, understand what's going on, you know, try to understand what the terminologies are, you know, what she's going to go through, you know, what the process of the induction is, what's going into her body, you know, what the epidural is and, and, you know, how they administer it. Because when they administer the epidural, you know, on, on Lucy, it only worked on one side. So half of her body was completely numb and then the other half, she was still feeling this. So then, you know, she had to then move onto her left side to make sure that the epidural was then working on, on her left side as well. And that was really irritating because she is, you know, she's got this huge baby on her she can't move around like you and i can and it's really irritating because you know she's in pain and it's uncomfortable so again step up make her feel comfortable you know 
talk to her. What do you need? You know, make sure she's hydrated, you know, because she's not going to be able to eat. Once she goes in through that process, they're not allowed to eat, you know, so hydrate her. Keep going and getting loads of water. If she's too hot, if she's not, if she's too cold, whatever. Again, those tiny little things pay off long term, you know, because as it starts to go through this, this is now becoming real, you know, so you've really got to step up your game. And again, I'm not trying to stress you out here. I mean, it's just be a little bit mindful, you know. You are so helpful as you're going through this. And I, you know, I really started to realize how helpful I was through the help through the whole process. It's really interesting because I'm not redundant in this, and neither are you, and neither any men who who are genuinely interested in being a true birthing partner. You know, get in that room, be there, be the man throughout the whole process. You know, and then she won't kick you out, and then you won't feel left out. You know, if you step up and you show yourself that you are, you know, a responsible man and a potential responsible father. What partner's not going to want them there? You know, you can say, oh, my partner doesn't want me there. It's probably because you're a bit of an idiot, you know, and you haven't stepped your game. You know, so do the right thing. And again, I'm not picking on anybody here. Um, you know, I'm just kind of just highlighting the reality, really, you know. And then the reality is, is that sometimes we can be like that. But it's not our fault. It's just that we don't understand what's going on. And I completely get that, you know. So I had two choices to either step away or step up. I stepped up, you know, so I'm sharing the experience of, you know, of, of what that means. So during the labor process, just don't panic, you know, try to get as much sleep as you possibly can. You know, the whole process is uncomfortable. Um, she's going to sleep on a bed and you'll be sleeping on the sofa next to her. Sometimes, you know, if you're lucky to get one of those, that incline, then great, you're going to get, you know, a little bit of sleep, um, but you are going to be in a room amongst other women as well before you go down into the, you know, into the labor ward. You know, you're, you're going to be, you know, in a cubicle with other women and their partners as well. You know, so there's going to be a lot of snoring. There is going to be some disruptions. Earplugs, one of the greatest things my wife introduced me to, bring some earplugs for you and her because it will help you sleep. You know, and make sure you bring a pillow, just, you know, something for you to, to get comfortable and just do what you can. Again, step up, you know, and just be there. She will appreciate it so much, um, you know, and, and it will make such a huge difference for you as well. It will bring you so much closer as a couple. And I think it's so important, you know, for for couples to have that intimacy. And it's, it, this is very intimate, you know, intimate is not just a sexual thing, you know, intimacy between couples is being there and then having this interaction and being able to go through this experience, which is incredible. It's scary as hell sometimes, you know, um, but, and it's completely unpredictable, absolutely unpredictable, um, but it's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah. I, I you know, I, I can't describe it in, in, in any other way. So during the labor process, you know, try, try not to panic. You know, I, I, when we got moved downstairs, you know, I just went through the process and just tried to be there. You know, just tried to be there. Just kept giving her water, make sure she was hydrated, kept a look out on the bag. The epidural, um, you know, as it, it comes to a drip and then it goes into, into her back and it gives you this little control which every 20 minutes 
Um, so it takes four minutes for the epidural to then go through to the body and then you get a 15 minute break so that you don't, so she doesn't overdose. So you can't overdose on that stuff. But what happens is, is then once it goes down, you can then click the button. Your wife's going to fall asleep. You know, she's going to be absolutely shattered through this process. So be vigilant and just, you know, make sure that the timer's there. So when the timer then goes down, go and click that button, you know, because once that thing wears off and it did, you know, the midwife and the doctor who administered, they didn't keep a check on the bag and the bag was empty, you know, and this takes a long time to then, you know, for the process to then go through. And she was in a hell of a lot of pain, you know, by the time they came back and the machine wasn't working and the whole thing was just, it was not cool. But again, me screaming and shouting at the doctor and the nurse isn't going to change anything. So what did I do? I stayed calm, make sure she's okay, make sure that she had the gas and air, helped her to breathe and just relax, gave her kisses and just, Again, hugs and just make sure that she's comfortable, you know, and um, made her feel okay, you know, protected. Women usually snap out or they, you know, when when they feel like, you know what, I can do this on my own, you know, I can do it better. But if you're there throughout the whole process, even if she does feel like that, then allow her to. Allow her to have that space, you know, but always be there when she needs you because she's going to. So, um one of the things Lucy said to me, which is really funny, she said, you just don't complain. You know, you just don't complain. You know, we had to get up at, you know, God knows what time of the morning and, you know, and just having to drive back and forth to the hospital, go to midwife appointments, so on and so forth. And, you know, one day she just turned around and said to me, she went, you just don't ever complain. I was like, what's there to complain about? You know, you're carrying my baby and, and you know, and you're my wife. I said, so what do you want me to do? You know? get you to jump in a cab and go to the hospital no i'll drive you you know we have a car what's what you know what so i can get more sleep you know we're in this together this is the thing you know i uh, i stepped up we step up we go in that's it let's just get it done and i have that attitude already where let's just get things done let's just go with it you know i don't contemplate i don't worry i don't think about stuff like this you know so for me like there is not even an element of me of oh god this is such a chore this is such a pain in the ass that i want to make sure my wife's safe i want to make sure my baby's okay and you know let's just let's just you know once i realized my role in this and hopefully you will realize yours you just get on with it and that's it you know just get on with it and um, i know some some people doesn't it doesn't come naturally you know, it won't come naturally to you. But again, that's absolutely okay. You know, don't panic. Don't worry. You're not doing anything wrong. You know, if you're just there and, you know, you're doing those tiny little things. And again, if you don't know what you need to do, ask her, speak to her, say, baby, are you okay? You know, and I said to Lucy a lot, I used to say to her, baby, are you okay? And you know, often she say, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. And then eventually, I know, you can look at your wife or your partner and you know that she's not okay. So I'd speak to her and then eventually she would then burst into tears or she will just say, actually, you know what, I'm not, I just feel drained or, you know, I'm not feeling too great or she doesn't, you know, she maybe doesn't even know the answer to something, you know, and, and that's the beauty about technology is that you can pick these bad boys up and you can eventually just Google it, you know, just stick it on there and find the answer and talk things through. Listen, you're in it together. So there is no right or wrong in this, you know, it's just your experience. And I guess the point to this is make your 
experience both of your experience around this as comfortable as possible that's it you know you want to have you know and, and this wasn't a great birthing experience for lucy at all she really didn't enjoy this you know it was completely the opposite of what you know she expected but the most important thing is that she is okay and the baby was okay you know and that was my thing is just to make sure that they were both okay so you know we the 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 baby didn't come you know through the induction and uh you know the decision then was to you know the doctors then came in they re-examined her a couple of times she got to about seven centimeters they examined her again after a few hours she was still exactly the same and by this point you know she had been awake you know in and out of sleep she hadn't eaten for you know at least 24 hours and um she was absolutely shattered and uh and i just said look look we need to make a decision here and she didn't want to have a c-section and again that's the reality check part. You know, this is where you step up. And I said to her, baby, look, you know, we're going to have to think about this. You know, I don't want you going through this anymore. I don't, I didn't want to see my wife in pain. I don't want to see her uncomfortable. You know, she's crying and, you know, and, and she's, you know, a little bit out of it as well because, you know, she's got, you know, this epidural pumping through her and she's having to have gas and air as well because, you know, the drugs weren't working as they were supposed to. They were they weren't administered how probably how they were supposed to either. The bag got empty, you know, and they didn't change it in time. So I just kind of got to the point where I thought, okay, this is where again, you know, you step up as 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 a man. So I just said to her, look, I think we need to consider it. You know, I think we should consider it because. I want you to be safe. And I said, I don't want you going through this. I said, you want to really want to be sat here? Because they said, look, you can sit here for another couple of hours, you know, two to three hours. And when they say two hours, they mean three hours because they don't come around, you know, within the two hours because they've got so many other people to see and so much else to do. You know, so she would have been sat there for, for, for a lot longer. And, uh, we had a little chat. I said, look, can you give us a few minutes? Can we talk this through? And we sat there, we talked through it. And um, by this point, then Lucy's mum had come down. And and again, she was great. You know, she sat back. She didn't interfere. You know, she did what she needed to do. And I, even I made sure that she was okay, you know, because I didn't want her to feel, you know, as though like she was kind of interrupting what her and I were doing. I want her to feel a part of this as well. You know, she's my mother-in-law, you know, she's my family. And, you know, and... um she was comfortable. I think she was probably just happy to see me getting involved, you know, and she knew then again, it gave her comfort to see that her daughter was in safe hands. You know, she was in her husband's safe pair of hands and she could just sit there. And if she needed anything, you know, if we needed anything from her, she was there. She was absolutely incredible. And, um, you know, and, you know, and, and, and again, this is the thing, you know, it's coming together as a unit, you know, and it's not panicking. She was really calm. She was there for Lucy and, and we were laughing. There were times where we were laughing as well and kind of just joking, but we made the decision to go through the C-section. And that was tough because Lucy was really scared. You know, she really started to panic, you know, because the epidural wasn't working. She was still in pain. And then we were now going to go into theater to have a major operation. And it's a major stomach operation, you know, and, uh, it's, it's a big deal. So we talked through it. You know, we had that conversation and we went into theater and 
And even that for me, I've never experienced that before. So that for me was scary, man. It was great to put the overalls and kind of have that little George Clooney thing going on, you know, feel like I'm in ER and I'm going to be one of the doctors. But, you know, and I was even joking about it. But truth of the matter was, is I was, I was pretty scared, you know. And um, But again, this is not about me. It's not, you know, it's my wife and daughter, you know, they're, they're, They are going through this now. And this is, again, it's not gone to the birthing plan. So what do we have to do? We have to go through it. I have to step up and I have to just make sure that she's okay. So we've got her in, you know, in theater and we're there and we're just, you know, we're we're waiting for the process. And uh, she started to really panic. She really started to panic, you know, because she can still feel things. The administered, you know, the epidural again, Thankfully, then it started to work, but because she was really, really scared and she was shaking, absolutely shaking. And she she kept crying and saying, I don't want, you know, this is going to be painful. I don't want to feel the pain, you know, and um, the doctors, I've got to say, you know, they they were they were really good. You know, they they helped us as much as they possibly could. Our midwife, Jan, I'm going to give you a shout out because she was awesome. She was really lovely. And um you know, it was, um, they were all there, you know, and yeah, there were some things which did go wrong. You know, they, they didn't do their best. Absolutely not. You know, they could have definitely done more and they've made some mistakes there. But again, my job is to make sure that my wife was okay. And, uh, I just sat next to her and I just, you know, I held onto her hand and I just kissed her and I said to her, look at me and, I just kept speaking to her and just saying, you're going to be all right. You're strong. You're a powerful woman. You know, you're a powerful woman. Look at you. Look at where you are now. You can go through this. And these are kind of the conversations that we were having. And, you know, it's encouraging her. It's embracing her. She is a powerful woman. Your wife is a partner. She is a powerful woman to be going through this, whether it's natural labor or whether it's, you know, induction or, you know, the C-section. Give them that, that, you know, those encouragements. Step up, be there for her emotionally. You will see how much it will pay off, you know. And um, through the process, it was so quick. We were in there within the hour and within, you know, five, ten minutes. She didn't even realize it had happened. Neither did I. We just kept talking and I just kept talking to her. Next thing you know, the baby got pulled out. The blinds came down and it was like a, a uh, Lion King moment. It's like, oh, and the first thing that we both looked at was we looked at the baby and we thought, Jesus Christ, her hair's really dark. And, uh, and, and we kind of looked at each other and just laughed. And she's like, oh my God, is that it? And I said, yeah, this is it. She's done. So I then just, and this is it. Now you're then enjoying the moment, you know, and, but it was hard for me because I wanted to make sure Lucy was okay. Yes, I wanted to go over there and, and see the baby and give her a kiss. But what I wanted to do is get, the baby over to Lucy and we did you know the midwife was great she cleaned her got her all sorted and I, I said I don't know I said get her straight to Lucy let them have that contact you know she deserves that that's the biggest prize you know that that she deserves she deserves that and um and that's it you know and, and her face and it was emotional you know I cried and you know and she was crying and she was beautiful she's a beautiful beautiful baby I was, and I'm so proud of my wife, you know, for, for going through this process and, um, and standing tough, you know, and, and because it's not easy from an emotional perspective, this is tough going, you know, it's not an easy experience, but I really respected her for 
for just going through this, man. Because as I said, as a man, I will never go through it. You know, it's, I don't think it's something that I can do. Um, definitely not. So, um, yeah, I just then after that, it's just kind of enjoying those moments. Really, really is. You know, once she's out, she had to stay in hospital overnight. And, and then she came home, you know. And at home, this is when it's then real. You know, the baby's here. But this is the thing. If your wife has to go through major operations like a C-section, it doesn't mean baby's here. This is your responsibility. You still need to step up. You know, you still need to be there. You know, this is 50-50 responsibility between you and your wife or your partner, you know. So, yeah, I lost some sleep. So what? You know, it is what it is. But thankfully, we were very smart. You know, we split the feeds or, you know, she'd been breastfeeding. So, you know, she expressed, she was breastfeeding and we started to introduce a little bit of formula as well to give her a break because emotionally it's been really tough on her. And, um, you know, she's recovering from this major operation. You know, and today she's actually a hell of a lot better. But, um, you know, last week it was, it was a different story, you know. So the whole week has just been supporting, again, being there for her, you know, because the that kind of that postnatal blues is true. You know, there is a hell of a lot that goes on through a woman's body when she naturally gives birth. There is still a lot of things, a lot of hormones and all the drugs and everything has to clear through the body. And uh, so there are a lot, a lot of changes that we actually don't realize. You know, men don't think about these things and realize, fuck, yeah, actually, she's got a hell of a lot to go through still. You know, you don't just give birth and everything goes back to normal. The body then has to to, to clean and cleanse and heal you know, so there is a hell of a lot that has to go through. So, you know, being there is still really, really important. So our job doesn't stop there. You know, our job then carries on. And and, and it's really important, again, just to kind of stay calm. Stay calm. Trust the process. You know what you're doing. And if you don't, ask your wife. Be there as a, as a unit. And trust the process. Trust the process. Listen, we as human beings have a natural instinct of love. And that's it. Again, it's not materialism. You don't have to buy the baby anything. <laughs> they don't care. They're pure beings. They are the most beautiful, the most purest beings. All they want is to be fed, to, to be loved. I kiss her, cuddle her, put her to sleep when she wakes up, if she's crying, if she's winded. That's it. Just get involved, you know. And I think for first time, mothers and fathers who haven't gone through the 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 baby's first proper cry. Oh man, it cuts through like a knife. It's horrible, you know. And when I changed, when we got home, and I changed, I changed, um, changed Ruby. And oh my God, Lucy's poor face. She burst into tears because I was changing her nappy, and the baby's never had a nappy change before. You know, she's never been wiped or you know or cleaned. And she screamed the house down. You know, she she was absolutely screaming, but. It ended very quickly. As soon as I picked her up, that was it. It was done. And she said, Oh my God, I've never, I've never experienced this before. Now she doesn't even flinch. You know, if she's a little bit windy or, you know, she's just having, you know, a bit of a, a, a bit of a whinge, then, you know, the baby will cry. But other than that, she's kind of just, you know, she's gotten used to it. So there is a lot that you will both have to go through, you know, and this process now will carry on moving forward and you know and that's and that's an experience you know i would leave you to have you know but 
the birthing experience, this whole process, which I'm just taking you through. Listen, it's incredible, man. I wouldn't change it for the world, you know, but your experience is going to be different from mine. But hopefully, you know, the, the, the tips and tricks that I have given you through the process that I've experienced with, with my wife is that overall it's a positive one. It's beautiful. How can it not be? We've got the most beautiful little baby. She's absolutely incredible. And, um, and that's the end result, you know, and then life begins. Life begins for her, it begins for you, it begins for your wife and your partner. So, you know, really embrace that, get involved, you know, change a nappy, this whole thing of, you know, I've seen videos of men changing nappies and they're like throwing up. Listen, grow up, you know, like this is not like, this is real stuff. Have fun with it, don't get me wrong, because nappies stink. But (laughs) so what? Change the nappy, that's it, get it over and done with. Um, you know, it's it's definitely it's not a, uh, a pleasant process. So I'm with you there. The, the smell is horrific, but um, they need you. You know, they need you. And one of the things by doing these little things, the bond you will build with your son or your daughter is priceless. There is no price for this stuff. You know, so you know the 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 experience that you will go through. You know, if you remove the good and bad, you know, the tough times, the, you know, sleepless nights and the change of pattern, this is the thing, you know, we're still, weirdly enough, you know, I've got one of these little smartwatches. So, you know, weirdly enough, I'm still getting like eight hours sleep throughout the whole 24-hour day. But, you know, it's very broken up, you know. So, you know, make it work for you. You know, this is the thing, you know, this is what, you know, I also want to highlight is, Sleep with a baby, you know, when she's in a car or whatever, have a nap with her. You know, you sleep on a bed, she sleeps safely or, you know, whatever works for you. It's okay. You know, there is no such thing as, oh, you know, you should be doing this, you should be doing that. Nuh-uh. You do what works for you and your partner, you know. And if you need to catch up and sleep throughout the day, fantastic. You know, go out once a day at least. You know, go and get some fresh air, you know, and eat healthy you know, look after your partner, cook those dinners if, you know, she has gone through that operation and if she's not feeling great, you know, eating healthy, eating fruits, eating veg, staying hydrated for you and her. You know, listen, and I know this may sound a bit stupid and a bit cheesy, but listen, the nutrition part is so important, you know, because you're going to need it. You know, you're really going to need it. You know, whilst we were in the hospital, I was eating sandwiches and, and I felt absolute. Oh, I felt awful. As soon as I came home, I went shopping, bought loads of fruit, loads of veg, loads of, you know, like good proteins. And, and, um, yeah, look, I feel great now, you know, and, uh, tired, but yeah, I feel great. I'm enjoying it. And that's the thing. And you can make that difference between, you know, feeling lethargic and tired. And then, and this is the thing, it will affect your mental state, you know, your moods and exactly the same with your partner as well. So, these little things, you know, when you're at home, it will make such a huge difference. It really, really will. And again, I'm kind of just throwing the tips out there with little things that works for, you know, and works for, for Lucy and I. I think just being able to, um, you know, to, to really look after yourself, you know, healthy mind, healthy body, healthy spirit. You know, these things are, are absolutely, absolutely key. And we talk about this all the time. Keep your emotional intelligence healthy, you know, really, really important keep talking to each other and um if you need the support as well speak up 
you know, you're not there to, again, to carry burden. You know, you're there to share the load, to be, and again, this is not to and throwing. This is not a game. You know, this is real stuff. If you need a break, have a break. You know, Lucy will stay up with her. I'll go and have a sleep. I'll go and have a sleep. Wake up. Lucy goes to have a sleep. You know, this is what I mean is by having that kind of 50 50. Um, again, you and your partner will find the pattern that works for you and, you know, the, the, the best way that you will both find comfortable. If you're getting to the point where you're snapping and you're getting angry at each other because you're both tired, have a look at those things, you know, make some, some healthy adjustments. And again, you know, you can do whatever you like. It's your life. It's, you know, it's your baby. So, you know, there is no right or wrong. And one of the, the, the biggest advices I can give you is listen to each other. It's your family now. It's not the world's family. It's not your parents. It's not your friends, your grandmother or everybody else that has been there and done it before because what worked for them won't work for you. So take good advice, positive advice. Absolutely. You know, things that are constructive, you know, but being told what to do, don't do this, don't do that. You may want to consider, you know, just kind of keeping the, you know, just putting a boundary in place with, with those people, you know, and because at least for, for the short term, you know, because this is your experience, this is your child. And, um, you know, those things, again, you know, these things are, um, are really, really important, you know, when you're going through this stuff, because, you know, you've got to understand these people don't live at your house. They're not there 24 seven, you know, they're not there looking after the baby. So we see, you know, it's always very interesting that people will love to come in and give you a hundred million, you know, different types of advice, but then they bugger off home and they're not there, you know, with your partner 24 seven, you know, with, with the baby. So, um, yeah, just do what you need to do, you know, and, and have fun. Again, I cannot stress this you know this more you're a father now man this is cool like this is the biggest thing you know that you will ever have the relationship with your son or your daughter it's priceless it's absolutely priceless enjoy those moments enjoy their little face because they grow and they change really really quickly and Listen, rushing back to work, trying to get away from it as quickly as possible, you will regret it. I will tell you now, and I will highlight this, you will regret this. You know, make every single day, every single possible moment count for you, you know, because you will never get it back. That's it. You will never get that moment back. So, you know, if you keep, yeah. Just enjoy it. Simple as that. Really, really enjoy this process because it's incredible. Um, yeah, just really bond. Bond with your baby and bond with your partner. You know, just because you had a baby doesn't mean that things all of a sudden change. You know, I hear people talk about, you know, oh, you know, my relationship with my partner's changed. Well, blah, blah, blah. mine hasn't. You know, I know it's only been a week, but even throughout the whole process, you know, we've just become stronger, you know, as in, in our relationship. You know, we, we bond even more. You know, Lucy's going through a real emotional time at the moment, you know, with everything that's going through, you know, with her, you know, with the recovery, with the emotional changes that she's going through, you know, the hormones and now having a baby breastfeeding, that's been really tough on her, you know, really, really tough emotionally. So, you know, it's, um, 
yeah, you know, it's just kind of being there, just really, really being there, you know, make this experience count, um, you know, and, and let it be a positive one. There will be tough times. Yeah, absolutely. You know, listen, just last night, Ruby was, uh, ooh, she was challenging. <laughs> she was really challenging. Um, I'm not sure whether she had a little bit of colic or, or whatever, but, you know, it was, it was hard, you know, but we stuck together, you know, we stuck together and we made it work. You know, eventually she did, she went to sleep eventually. And what, what did we do? We caught up throughout the day, you know, my daughter's here. She could not wait to see her. And, um, She's just absolutely loving it. She's so excited to see her and, you know, she got so happy and, you know, and, and it was incredible. And this is the one thing that I just want to bring up, you know, I, and I've often heard people who are having, you know, their second or, or third kids or, um, you know, or, or people who, who have had fathers and, you know, I'm talking to you guys or even, you know, women as well who, who have had previous kids and then you meet a new partner and you have a child with them. You know, often people start to stress. Oh, you know, the, the kids are going to feel left out and, you know, oh, they're, they're going to get upset. No, they won't. They often won't if you involve them. If you involve each other and you involve them and you make that a positive experience, of course they won't, you know, because they're going to feel part of it. They're going to be excited. You've got, you know, you've got to make them excited. And if they don't feel excited, understand why. Don't just buy them a gift to shut them up because, again, that does not solve the problem by talking to them, by understanding what they're experiencing is so important for them as it is for you as a man, as you're going through this process, as it is for your wife, you know, going through that experience, you know, and then as a mother, as a, as a, as a mother, as a father, you know, and, and even the child buying them a gift, you know, isn't going to change diddly squat. It really isn't, you know, and I'm personally against that. You know, but what I am massively for is with my daughter. Throughout the whole pregnancy, she was here. You know, she comes and stay with her. She was here. She's talking to the baby. She's feeling the belly. She's kissing the belly. She's talking to Lucy. You know, she's getting involved, you know, and, and she helped us, you know, with, with the names, little things like that, you know, it makes such a huge difference. And now, like, she could not wait to get here. My, you know, her mum text me and said to me, she's like, oh my God, you know, Maddie's so excited to see her because she cannot wait to get to yours. And that in itself, you know, my partner, you know, was then excited. She's looking forward to, to Maddie being here. My ex, you know, and her husband messaging us, my son's mum messaging us, you know, and, and saying, congratulations. See guys, that's the difference. You know, when you communicate, it doesn't matter whether it's your ex or whatever, you know, communication is so key, you know, to build these friendships, you know, these long-term relationships. You know, because when we have a child with a current or our exes, we're in each other's lives forever, whether we like it or not. You know, as long as the child is there, the relationship's going to be there. You know, don't make it about you. Make it about the child's well-being. You know, if you make it about them, you know, and their happiness and what's good for them as a unit, you will see, you know, and, and, and I've been very blessed. And I guess I've been blessed because I've worked at it. You know, I said to myself, even from a young age, you know, with my son's mom, we created that bond. Yes, we've had our ups and downs and we've argued and, you know, and so on and so forth. But who doesn't? Who hasn't? 
but she's been one of my longest friends. I've known her for, you know, my son's 20 now, you know, I've known her for like 21 years. So, you know, and, and she's got, you know, two beautiful kids, you know, as well as my son now, you know, and she texts me and asks me how I am. You know, my son, our son, you know, just came back from Australia and we were talking about him, you know, and he's now at uni and, and I've been talking to him about it as well, you know, so I cannot stress enough, you know, about how important communication is and to be able to build these relationships. And people often say, oh, it's all right for you. Yeah, it is all right for me. And I own it because I put the effort into it. And yes, listen, I'm going to sympathize because it does take two. You know, if you put the effort in and the other person isn't willing to, then listen, as long as you're doing your part and, you know, you're, you're, you're doing what you need to do, then that's, you know, that's, that's all you can do. You know, you have to put a boundary in place sometimes to step away if that, if that's not going to work, because sometimes it does. But what I wanted to, you know, the, the highlight here was about, you know, the other, the other kids, you know, the, the other little ones who, who often sometimes can feel a little bit left out, but they only feel left out because we leave them out. That's it. You know, we leave them out so they feel left out. So then we think that by buying them presents, you know, it's going to solve the problem. But yet we then continue to leave them out. You know, so try to involve them. Get them involved. Get them to, to give them the bottle or to just to give them kiss. Give the baby kisses and get them emotionally connected. Get them to bond. You know, these things are, are so important. Um, so anyways, you know, I can kind of ramble on for, for, for hours on this stuff, you know, but hopefully, you know, you guys and ladies have taken something away from this. And, you know, this was just my experience. I wanted to share it. And uh, listen, I, I cannot wait to, to continue. I cannot wait to, to go in and, and, you know, spend some more time with, with my daughters and, um, and just carry on on this journey. And if you're going through this journey, I wish you nothing but success. All the success in the world, all the love, all the happiness. And yeah, stick together. Have fun, man. You've just brought a life into the world. And uh, enjoy it now. Embrace it. You know, be that, that pillar for them. You know, be that inspiration. Inspire them to be great. You know, and and give them all the love, all the positivity. Listen, materialism isn't going to, isn't going to teach them the things that they need to survive in life. Communication, love, honesty, you know, these positive, positive things, you know, being a, a, a teacher is what's going to, it's, it's really what's going to help them, you know, in, in, in the next few years. So listen, guys, thank you so much for, for listening. And um, I hope you took something away from this. Leave your comments. I would love to hear from you as a father, as a mum. Um, you know, again, I'm not here to kind of debate, but I would love to hear your experience and maybe something that I can learn from you guys. You know, maybe something that you've experienced, which you know could potentially help me as well. I'm here to try and help you, but I, I listen. I'm a student. You know, as much as I like teaching, I'm a huge student first. I'm always a student first. So, you know, thank you so much for for every single person that listens, every single person that likes, every single person that follows us, every single person that shares, you know, by you sharing this experience, you know, helps not only you, 
He helps me to continue to do this work and it helps others as well. And that's what this is all about. Happy as Larry Group is about helping others, you know, and to create this, you know, free community where we can just speak and we can just share incredible experiences, you know, and even the tough ones as well, because they are incredible experiences. And that's what I mean by that, you know, Incredible experiences are all experiences. You know, it doesn't matter how we label them. So have a fantastic day. Have a fantastic evening. You know, if you're up because you can't sleep, uh, you know, with the baby and you're watching this, listen, enjoy it. You know, give that baby a big, massive kiss and, and love them every single day for the rest of your life. Trust me, you won't regret it. So listen, if you have any questions, go to our website www.happyaslarrygroup.com you can find our contact details there if you need any emotional support if you are struggling um you know from an emotional perspective and you need somebody to coach you through what you're going through at the moment then please reach out and we can help you with that from a coaching and therapeutic perspective as well and of course as you know we also do the mindfulness you know part you know emotional intelligence is what we you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's our expertise. So yeah, I will leave it there. So thank you very much for listening and for watching. And I will see you again very soon. Take care.